came and stood below my window in the moonlight. And she promised me things. Not in words, but by doing them. Doing them? By making them happen. A red mist spread over the lawn, coming on like a flame of fire. And then he parted it. And I could see that there were thousands of rats with their eyes blazing red, like his, only smaller. And then he held up his hand, and they all stopped. And I thought he seemed to be saying, Rats, rats. Rats, thousands, millions of them, all red blood. All these will I give you, if you will obey me. What did he want you to do? That which has already been done. <laughs> Strike me down dead, Doctor. Oh my god. You almost gave me a heart attack there. You almost struck me down dead there. I don't know if it was Dr. Thor? Dr. Zeus, actually? Welcome to the spooky sewers of spooky Brooklyn, of spooky New York, spooky city. Uh, this is spooky Nick the Brat Radio. Uh, it's October, everybody. October 2nd, to be sure. To be, to be, um, something? To be something. It's October 2nd, episode 198. We're gonna hit episode 200 during this spooky season. Uh, to celebrate, I shall be drinking a little bit of the Kraken Black Spiced Rum. And I'm gonna be mixing it with some ginger beer. So let's get a, let's get this going over here. Let's pour that in there. Get that, oh, that's a nice... That's a nice little dosage of uh, where the rum be at. Now let's get this can of ginger beer. Let's get this. I hope it doesn't squirt all over everything and start a fire. There's a lot of cobwebs in the sewer about now. It's weird. September 29th and 30th or whatever the last day of September was. The sewer was spot spotistically clean. Fantastically clean. October 1st, cobwebs and skulls and bugs everywhere. It's weird noises coming out of holes that I didn't know existed until I until I looked in the mirror. So to honor October and spookiness, we're going to be telling scary stories all night, probably all month. This is no longer Nick the Rat Radio. This is Spooky Nick the Rat Radio. Uh, maybe this will work. Spooky Nick the Rat Radio. Uh, yeah, yeah. I tried. Well, 
We're going to have a lot of stories. I think Mystery Man sent one in. I think uh, Illuminati has sent a story in. It looks like we got a lot of emails with stories. So we should be, uh, we should have an interesting evening. Are you guys ready for it? Yep. What the f- I heard something. Was there somebody here? No, I'm just a figment of your imagination. Oh my God. Uh, okay, we're going to listen to some music and we're... We're going to get back to the, the creepy, spooky nature of fall. It's, usually, it's kind of, wait, wait, where's the... The first song we're going to be playing tonight... Yeah. It's by Sinner Speed. Uh, Miata is always the answer. But still, we, if I can't have Nick the Rat on my station, it's not going to be a good station. And I just don't know if Nick uh, can have the public you run, airwaves. Are you running Nick on the uh, No Agenda stream? Absolutely. <laughs> Live, baby. Yeah. Kidding me? Even you listen to Nick the Rat. Uh, I have listened. Anyway, the I point, the listen, point, I listen. point of the segment was you, know, you typically would wind up by saying, wow, corporate media sucks. Podcasting's where it's at. That was a center speed. Miata is always the answer. I don't know if Miata really is always the answer. Uh, one time I, I went to a um, fertility clinic and they said, are, are you uh, the father? And I said, Miata. More stunning jokes just like that coming up this whole evening. It's going to be a great time. Let me tell you something. Uh, maybe we should start off with voicemail to get the get the spookiness going. Because, you know, what's, spook, what's spookier than... Random people that have your phone number that you don't know. 
from all across the internet that can call you and say whatever they want. Pretty spooky, if you ask me. Uh, let's see, I got a lot of voicemail here. I didn't even, I didn't even notice that. Let's see what, uh, let's play this one right here. Hey, what's up, Nick the Brat? Brat? I lost your fucking number. Can you believe that shit, man? It's right there on the screen. I can't believe that shit. But anyways, I'm tearing the toilet apart. And I started to think about you. What? I was like, oh my god, Nick the Rat. I feel bad. It kind of like breaks my heart, you know? I was tearing the toilet apart and I was like, oh my god, fuck. My heart. Is with you, motherfucker, you in okay? the sewer. You know, I got a joke for you, anyways. Oh, okay. Here's my joke. Sure. It's gotta be better than mine. Oh, I get it. Yeah, that, that was better than mine. You know, don't even try. Okay. You're on Nick the Rat. I try at least. I don't care if you're out there giving up on your jokes. Then, uh, then you gave up on your jokes. Maybe I should uh, cut and copy and paste that link into the chat just to get that through here. Pop it a boo. All right. Uh, let's see. Do I have any other voice? I got a lot of voicemails, but we're gonna play those a little bit later. Let me see if I have any gas blast. Is there any gas blast inside the the uh, stuffed in my box? Nothing like something stuffed in your box. Uh, it looks like I do. I see. There's a couple of gas blasts in here. Wait, which one? Okay, let's start with the first one. Let's just go in order. First gas blast of the evening. The Chad Zindu versus the Virgin Rat. That's that's not even a statement or a, anything, okay? Dude, you get it? Okay. Uh let's let's go play as Zindu. Hoy hoy everybody, this is Xindu coming to you live from the sewers of Brooklyn, New York. It is finally October and it's getting spooky out, so I just wanted to say uh, the news is kind of shitty this week, that's all I can really say. You know, we're going to even start the news off with the most crappy uh, on, on spooky point news story there is. Nick might like this one because he's a cheap bastard, I know that. Alright, this is also an advertisement, so I guess this is an advertisement. I'll just warn everybody that you're about to be advertised to by a third-party company. Uh, Dark Sewer News Network does not get any of the profits if you do so happen to buy the next uh, product mentioned on the news right here. So, uh, Applebee's, everybody. Yes, we are taking the news to Applebee's. Why? Because why the fuck not? Okay, this is why. Applebee's has a $1 drink. Yes? I don't know how this is fucking legal or how a $1 they drink. can do this. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand any of this. Yes, they're selling a $1 drink this whole month, I think, called the Vampire. It's probably because it's going to kill you or something. All right, so here's the ingredients to the vampire. Drink that. It's a little bit of rum, strawberry, dragon fruit, passion fruit, and a dash of pineapple. So it's basically a tropical rum-type drink. But how are they only making it a dollar? They also make it purple. They put some fucking 
I don't know, use tampon or something there too, and they make it purple, blah, 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 blah. But, uh, yeah, there's no more, uh, there's no more news about this. Like, there's nothing, doesn't tell you if it's like only for a certain part of the day or if you have to like order a certain amount of food. So I think we should have like a meetup at Applebee's and get fucking, like, bring 20 bucks, get hammered out of your face, and just tear the place apart claiming that we're infected by the vampire. Who's down with me? Send uh, send Nick an email at nickandnicktherat.com. Tell him you want to join the uh, vampire meetup. Uh, smash and grab. Uh, I didn't just say that. Anyway, this has been Zindu coming to you live from the sewers for the Dark Sewer News Network. We'll be back a little bit later. Oh my god, it's October, everybody. I'm gonna fucking take all your candy and suck your blood. I, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I'm a little excited. <laughs> oh boy. A dollar drink? I'm down. The vampire. Jeez. That's, uh... It's gotta taste like shit. Uh, I'm gonna probably open the phone lines really soon to get more people to call in and, and tell their scary stories. Uh, only give a call if you have a, a scary story or if you want to tell me what you're gonna be for Halloween. I'm gonna be a pirate. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wear uh, a pie, and I'm, I'm I'm already a rat, so it's gonna I'm gonna be a, that's my. Costume pie, a pirate. It's pretty. It's pretty bad. It's not the worst. It's not the worst thing in the world, I guess. But it's. Let's read. Uh, let's read another gas blast. There's probably more gas blast in here. We have to. Uh, we have to read them. They're very important for the show. Uh, this gas blast. Oh, this is a long one here. Let me get my reading glasses on. Okay, they're on. I already had them on. I had. Uh, I wear glasses all the time. Uh Cirque de Soy. You seem like a reasonable, intelligent dude, so I'm hoping that you can answer some questions I have about the natural world. Oh, I'm... I got answers for you, buddy. Okay, number one. At the end of Return of the King, when Gollum falls into the lava, what, uh, would that be deadly in real life? That was lava? I thought in Mountain Doom it was marshmallows, like hot marshmallows. I don't think that would kill you if you felt... Well, hot sugar would... You know what? I'd rather fall in lava than hot marshmallows because that's... It's going to be uncomfortable. At least the lava will kill you really quick. Yeah, that, I would say that would be deadly. I'd say deadly. Uh, number two. Would it be possible to get the base of a tornado and punch the air so that the tornado spin changes directions and dissipates. Uh, I have actually done this before, but I didn't use my fist. I used my tail. There was a windstorm coming. Maybe Zindu farted in the sewer pipe, and I needed to get the smell away, so I started to spin my tail really fast like a, a fan. And So yeah, I'm sure, you know, if you punch hard enough, you could probably dissipate a tornado. That's Punch it out of existence. But you gotta be worried, too. Because if you could punch it out of existence, you could probably also punch one into existence. Be careful. Uh, number three. Is it possible to get the... Get swole enough at the gym to stop a volcano from erupting?
Number four, would it be possible to go to the top of Mount Everest and push the peak in a westerly direction to reverse the Earth's rotation? Yes, of course. That's science. That's just goddamn science, man. Uh, if you want to ask me more science questions, feel free. Email me at nick at nicktherat.com, and I will answer all questions. And while I'm answering them, I'll listen to Seiko Ninja Revolter. Ninja Revolter, very close to nailing out of the park there, Sayoko, but uh, all this music is free. Most of it's brand new, like within the past week. It's all on SoundCloud. It's all CC BY 
So you can go there and check it out. If you want to see all the songs that I'm going to play later tonight, wait till the show's over. But you can go to SoundCloud slash likes slash Nick the Rat. There's a link somewhere. It's all one word, my name on there. Uh, that song was okay. That's pretty good. It's okay. There's gonna be a whole bunch more insane songs coming up. Uh, did we already play a Zindu? I think we already did a Zindu, right? Yeah, let me just uh, clean up my folder over here. Maybe we should get right into a, a big story. How about how about that? You guys want to listen to a, uh, an Illuminatia, and then we'll uh, play music, and then open the phone lines. Yeah, I think we should do that. We should let's 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 listen to Illuminati's story right now. This is gonna it's a it's a broken up into two parts. So uh, get your booties ready. Hopefully, I didn't add too much music in the background to make uh, Progo to go to sleep. I think I, I think I am nailing the the mix. So without any ado, let's gather around the campfire with Illuminati. And listen to part one of her spooky story. Settle down and listen up for story time with a girl whose name is kind of hard to rhyme. Skinwalker of Sedona. At the show set, there were two cameras placed in the room. One was facing Charlene Savage, the host of a paranormal series called Unexplained Phenomenon. The other was facing Natalie Houston, a young woman in her early 20s. She had red hair, which was nicely curled, and the set crew had done her makeup. However, her eyes were still puffy, despite efforts from the makeup artist to cover it up. She had slept very little for the past three weeks, and her frame was thin and frail from eating very little. She shifted nervously in her seat as a woman fitted her microphone onto her collar. Okay, I think we're ready, Charlene said. The camera crew positioned themselves, and the director counted down and indicated to Charlene that they were rolling. Charlene smiled into the camera. Hello, I'm Charlene Savage, and today I'm speaking with Natalie Houston, who claims to have had a run-in with a skinwalker. The legend of the skinwalker comes from Navajo Native American lore. The Navajos call it Yi Nadalushi, which translates to one who walks on all fours. According to Navajo lore, the skinwalker is originally a person. But in order to become a skinwalker, they must do something most vile. Many choose to rape, murder, or eat a close family member. They have the power to shapeshift into any animal they desire, but can also possess people. Oftentimes, they will take their human form during the day, and people have no way of distinguishing between them and normal people. They prey on their victim's fear, sometimes stalking an individual for days to incite such fear. And when they finally attack, they will play with their victim and feed on their terror until... They end them. Natalie claims that she had an encounter with a skinwalker while off-roading in Sedona, Arizona. 
Natalie, could you tell us a little bit more about this encounter? Natalie straightened up and took a deep breath. The memories were almost unbearable, but she felt it was important to warn people about the creature. She took one shaky breath and looked at her interviewer, which at the moment felt like her tormentor. It's okay, Charlene assured her. Take your time. Natalie nodded and took a deep breath. Natalie was on a road trip with Alexis, a friend of hers from her soccer league. They had simultaneously gone through some trying times, which included the death of both of their dogs. So they decided to take a road trip. Someone recommended Sedona, Arizona. They told them there was a Jeep rental place, which provided a Jeep to take out on various trails, which were all mapped out on the touchscreen provided. They also provide camping gear, and all they needed to bring was food and sleeping bags. They took this advice, and they left a month later. They agreed that it had the potential to be a healing experience, what with being in nature and all. As they were driving to Arizona from California, a thunderstorm suddenly rolled in. Lightning streaked the sky at five-minute intervals, followed by roars of thunder only a couple seconds later. Rain dumped in sheets, and the windshield wipers, which were luckily brand new, were swishing furiously. The girls were thrilled. "'Have you ever seen so much lightning in your life?' asked Natalie, looking out over her steering wheel. "'Nope, not even in movies,' replied Alexis emphatically, her face pressed against the passenger door window. "'You're getting grease on my window, Lexi.' Natalie said, poking her friend. Fuck off, I'm not greasy, replied an indignant Lexi. Yes, you're gross, said Natalie. You're gross, said Lexi. She threw a chocolate chip from the trail mix she was eating at Natalie's face. Stop it, I'm driving, objected Natalie, turning to glare at her friend. Alexis laughed and looked ahead. Nat, stop, she screamed. Natalie's heart jumped and she looked ahead. There was a very large coyote in the middle of the road, its eyes glowing white. Natalie slammed on her brakes and swerved to the right, just missing the coyote. The coyote didn't seem phased. It didn't even move from its position, and it just looked on ahead up the road as before. Natalie and Alexis were breathing heavily and shaking. Is the coyote okay? Alexis finally asked. Natalie looked at the animal. Why isn't it moving? Alexis asked. Maybe it's just stunned mumbled Natalie in reply. Natalie took a shaky breath and shook her head. Fuck, that was close. Let's get out of here, Natalie said. Shouldn't we shoot off the street or something? Asked Alexis. Oh no, fuck no, that thing is acting weird, said Natalie. She began to look behind her to make sure nobody was driving up. When she saw that it was clear, she began to inch forward. She stopped again when she heard Alexis gasp. Jesus, Lexi, now what? Lexi, her blue eyes wide with fear, only pointed at the coyote. Natalie looked and felt her heart skip a beat. The coyote, still in the same position, had turned its head 180 degrees to stare at the girls. As Natalie and the coyote made eye contact, the coyote's lips slowly curled back into a snarl. Natalie's eyes widened as she froze with fear. She felt Alexis slap her arm, which made her jump. Don't you hear me? Fucking drive! Alexis yelled. Natalie shook her head and slammed on the gas pedal. The car's tires slipped for a few seconds, and then the car lurched off the side of the road onto the asphalt. The car swerved and then straightened out, leaving the coyote behind. When Natalie looked at her rearview mirror, she saw that the creature was gone. The girls were silent for a while until Alexis broke the silence. I didn't know coyotes could turn their heads all the way around like that, she said. I didn't either, 
That was fucking creepy, said Natalie. What was wrong with it? Asked Alexis. Rabbit, I assume, said Natalie. <clears throat> the girls pulled up to the motel they were going to stay the night in, which was only ten minutes away from the Jeep rental place. They checked in and got themselves into the room. The room was clean and very charming. They both collapsed on their beds and groaned. I am so tired from sitting for eight hours, laughed Natalie. I know, right? replied Alexis. I'm exhausted. Very soon afterwards, the girls fell asleep. Natalie and Alexis forgot all about the coyote they'd seen earlier and slept peacefully. The next morning, the girls packed everything up and headed over the Jeep rental location. They were greeted by Hawk, the owner. He took them out to the Jeep, showed them how to use the tablet and find trails, where the hiking spots were, and the camping areas. There's waters in the back in a cooler. There's a place down the street where you can get pretty good beer. Do you have any other questions? No, we don't, thank you, said Alexis. Have fun, ladies, he said. Pretty soon the two were gleefully off-roading. Since it was in the middle of the week and 100 degrees out, there were no hikers anywhere. They had just gone through a fairly difficult trail that had taken three hours to complete. At the end of the trail, they stopped for lunch. They situated themselves in the back of the jeep and pulled out sandwiches and carrot sticks from the cooler. Alexis was oddly quiet. Hey, are you okay? You're being pretty quiet, Natalie asked. No, not really. I feel kind of sick, Alexis replied. What do you mean? What are you feeling? Asked Natalie, scooting over and placing a hand on her friend's forehead. I don't know. I can't really say. I just, I just don't feel good, she said, shaking her head. I really can't put my finger on it. Whoa, that was part one of the story. There's a part there's part two of that story. Holy crap, that was amazing. And wolves could turn their heads all the way backwards, can't they? That's how uh, they look at their butts. That's uh otherwise how are they supposed to know what they got back there? Because wolves don't have um mirrors. Ah. Uh, well this is it's Nick the Rat Radio. We're, we're talking about spooky stories tonight, and we have a lot more spooky stories to go. We're going to take callers that could call in with their spooky stories or their Halloween costumes. It's it's up to you. We got more stories. We got part two of that. We got, we got, we probably got advertisements too coming up. Actually, you know what? Maybe I should thank uh, a few people. I'm going to only thank the letters. You can go to, you can donate to nicktherat.com at nickthread.com slash donate at this location. I don't know. Uh, if you add in uh, a note, I'll read it. But if you don't add in a note, I'll just say thank you to, we got a CC. I just want to say thank you to a CC. I would like to say thank you to a, this is an LLC, but starts with a P. I don't know if that's your name, so I'll just say that. Uh, JF, just want to say thank you very much, JF, for that very sexy number right there. That's very good. And uh, that's all the thanks for now, but we're going to play a song, and then we'll be back with more stories that are scare, scare the pants off you. This is Naoya Sakamata 
Jealous Voice, Horror Piano Music Box Music. It's going to get creepy tonight, guys. I don't know what's going to happen. Personally. Well, if that doesn't get you in the mood to uh, hunt some ghost, play with your Ouija board, and then I don't, I don't know what would. Uh, uh... Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio, everybody. I'm going to listen to one more voicemail, and then I'm going to open up the phone lines, and we can continue on with this show. If you call and I don't pick up, uh, that just means that just means I was busy. But it, uh, you can leave a voicemail in that case. And if I do pick up, just uh, just remember to turn your radio down. And we're talking about spooky stories tonight. So just remember those two facts. And let's listen to a voicemail right here and see what this is all about. Ah, Nick, Nick the Rat! Rat. Nick Whoa. the Rat! Nick the Rat! We're here! In the all of us! In the smoker, in the sewer, son! Dude, in the smoking sewer, yes! Yes! Oh. Four three zero two zero one four eight four one. Fucking love you. <laughs> we love you, baby. Or for sixty nine ninety nine, you can just go ahead and call nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Thank you. Have a nice day. Is anybody else having um, multiple personal pers- uh, personality uh, an episode right now? Did I just hear twenty people talking, or was that? Is my phone possessed? 
This is getting really creepy over here. Uh, the phone lines are now open. You give me a call at 917-719-5923. Just like this person did right here. Where in your garage? It's Rick here, calling from Baltimore. It's been a while since I talked to you. I'm going to quite happy to say that my cards, because I'm getting from my laptop, is going to be replaced. Can I it was listening to you on my computer. I'm be able to react on things in the chat. Okay, I'll drop the accent in the chat room. <laughs> yeah. Um, I need to, uh, I need to figure out what is accessible, uh, for blind users, because I know there was a chat thing in Mozilla Firefox, so I need to go do that. So it'll be fun coming to sewer, into sewer chat. Oh, and, um, how yeah. can I, actually, yeah. So, anyway, it'll be a lot easier to type and respond and react on Twitter and things like that. And it's just so much easier to load up when I'm going up bookmarks than going to Safari and tap or I just pay the ass. All right, I'm done bitching. But remember, I am an anti-interdimensional, interdimensional alien. All right. Bye. Well, it's good to have the aliens calling you, especially if they're interdimensional. That's kind of cool. Uh, it would be amazing if I could get the sewer chat chat log, uh, like in some readable format, but that's... That's something that maybe stranger luck could do. Hold on, we got a phone call. What's up, Nick the Rat? Me too. We're all dying. We're all dying every day. What's up, Nick? Hey, how are you doing? Is your radio uh, off in the background there? Yes, the cat. Holy uh, shit. Where are you calling from? Oh, just my house, you know, on the cell phone. But what is like your lot longitude and lat latitude? We're playing a new game tonight. It's called Scare the Caller, and and we just need your your um, coordinates on planet Earth. I think it's like seventeen point three five by forty five point nine three five. Seventeen point three five. Seventeen. Okay. Um. Uh, caller, do you have any scary stories to tell us? Well, I got a scary dream I keep having. That that have could be you a ever story. had this dream? I have I I don't know. Let's find out. All right. So I'm like on a plateau, and then the next thing I know, somebody's chasing me, and I'm running, and I'm running, I'm running, and I look back, and it's like. A dude or a chick, I have no idea because his face is all like, you know, like back before digital TV, they had the TV fuzz. A guy with and a you turn the channel on. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what It's like a round face, kind of like in Zelda on the Nintendo, uh -huh. like the little round ball that would go around in the dungeons and stuff. That's his face, and he's chasing me. And it, I don't know why it's so fucking scary, but it's so fucking scary to me. And I'm running, running. He runs me off a cliff. And right before I hit the ground, <gasps> I wake up. 
I have had that dream. I had really? the dream that I was <laughs> okay. This is actually really, really weird. When I was, uh, a long time ago, I used to have dreams that I was Link going through a forest chasing a like a bad guy, but it was just like a bad guy with legs and arms, and I was chasing it because I wanted the coins out of it. And then it would just jump off a cliff and make like a farting noise. <laughs> it was, it was a crazy dream. But yeah, it's, that sounds very familiar to me. I think I have it sometimes, and I don't even remember it. It's so normal now, you know. Well, yeah, because you know your, your brain, just like your body, gets used to things like getting uh, stabbed with a pencil by your coworkers and stuff. Uh, your your brain yep. remembers things just like it, it's like everyday happenings too, like getting stabbed. What's your scariest dream, Nick? What's my scariest dream? Yes. Oh, talking to you on the phone. Oh my god, I had to hang up on that guy. Wow, that was actually. Oh boy, you know when you're just doing something and it reminds you of something. That right there was. That was probably the scariest thing that I've ever. Oh god, uh, I need to relax a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna listen to another song right now. This is we're gonna listen to Zindu right now. Fuck it, I need I need Zindu in my life. Uh, Zindu, are you there? Zindu. Zindu here, coming to you from the Dark Sewer News Network. I have a good old feel good story for the month of October for you. A a large lady jumped over the fence at the Bronx Zoo. And taunted a lion. There's video of this. There's a video of this lady like jiggling her ass, wavering her arms on the wrong side of the fence at a, a uh, the zoo, the Bronx Zoo, at the lion den. Uh, if she was able to get over the fence for one, then I'm sure it was... Okay, so here's the whole story. Because you see the video, it looks a little bit weird because the lady looks like she's fucking 20 feet tall and the lion looks like a little uh, kitty cat. And that, my friends, is due to something called perspective. Perspective is a very important thing with the eyes, especially when you have more than three of them like I do. Because sometimes things that are really close to your face look really big, and the things really far from your face look really small. And, uh, yeah, so it's it's kind of weird with actually my penis, because the base of my penis is very close to my face. Fuck is- but the tip of my penis is like a mile away, so it looks really small. But if you look closer to it's a, it's a weird optical illusion if you think about it, but either way. Uh, so there was actually a family taking this video, and there is a moat between the lion and the woman and then the little fence and then everybody else. So she kind of just hopped over a little fence and was dancing behind a moat. I don't know. I hope that I hope that they shot her in the ass with some trank or something, dragged her out of there and brought her to jail because that's what she deserves. You really shouldn't taunt, taunt lions. Uh, makes me also wonder how good the moat is because, uh, I don't know, I don't know, cats could jump pretty far and this didn't look like a too deep of a moat, but, uh, uh, the family said that there's not a, the, the video ends pretty quickly. You, you might have thought because she got eaten up by the lion, which would suck because they would have killed the lion. Like, happened to Cecil? Isn't Cecil like, uh, our, our lion saint or whatever? Either way, uh, the, the lion started to roar and get agitated, so the guy taking the video was like, alright, we're getting out of here. And he grabbed his family and got the hell out of there, so he wouldn't see a, a bloody fucking massacre. But, uh, I, I think I think you should always experience a, a good old bloody mess with your family every now and then. It brings you closer together. Uh, uh, like when my family, you know, we, we used to go hunting, okay? That's all I'm gonna really say, but, uh, 
one time our uncle got killed. It was it was a, what? a what disgusting story. Disgusting. I don't know how he even got to the tree like that, but uh, it brought the family closer together. What, uh, this is Zinu. I'll be back later with Come hopefully on, some more realer, better news than the past two garbage news articles that we just had. Okay, bye. I'll be right back. Bye. <laughs> Zindu, seriously? If you keep sending me crap like that, I'm gonna. I might have to cancel you from uh from all of this. Oh, jeez. We have a lot of scary stories and stuff to go. We have a lot of them. I have to figure this part out here. I'm going to I'm gonna read a, a another gas blast because there's so much show and I'm looking at the math and and I'm never going to get through all of it. So I, I got to do it uh, more sporadically uh, at a uh, like a rhythmic rate. I just got to I just gotta bang it out like, like that, and just keep it going like a heartbeat. Okay, here. Uh, what? Where are we? Um, this is a a story that a somebody sent in via email. Uh, hey Nick, I have a ghost story for you. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Here we go, everybody. This one's gonna be creepy. I could tell because it's. Like a paragraph long. Uh, I was coming home from my girlfriend's house when I was like 17. I think a millennial wrote this or something because there's a lot of likes in there. Sorry, sorry. Uh, if you email me, I won't judge you. Don't worry. It's fine. Uh, and when I got, uh, when I was like 17 and when I got into my bedroom, all my drawers were open and my closets were open. Every, everything was open. Uh, now my parents usually don't snoop on me, but I don't know how they how they open. I don't know how everything opened. Uh, they once did go through all my stuff a few years prior. Uh, this is like a story about how you had your closets open. Jesus Christ. Okay, let's just uh, read this here. Uh, they once did go through all my stuff a few years prior. I got a note from my teachers saying that I was dismembering cats and spreading their body parts around the school grounds. I told them this is a lie. I wasn't hiding them. But they still searched my room, and they found at least parts of five different cats hidden behind a box in the shirt of my pockets and stuffed into some underwear in my dresser. What the fuck? Uh, they took all the pieces from me. They told... Uh, they took all the parts I placed in specific areas so I could become one with their spirits. I took all of them. Wait, I took all of them. Uh, they took all of them from me. I have gotten more since then, but they wouldn't search my room again, would they? They couldn't. Their their body parts are placed all over the town. Steve D with Machine Life.
That was uh, Machine Life, Steve D. We got a whole bunch of calls that hung up because I hung up on them because I couldn't take the call because there's things going on. So if you want to get in touch with me now, give me a, uh, give me your hand and I'll put it down uh, my sh- shirt, pants, pants, my sh- shirt, pants. Uh, we have a phone call or voicemail. This one right here. Let's see what this is. Fuck it. I turned on my radio. I turned on my bracelet. I still can't fucking say shit. Turn, turn your radios the other way. Uh, whoa, hello! What the hell is that? That's just a voice in your head. Holy shit! Uh, we have a phone. Hello, caller. Hello. Hey, sorry, Nick. I accidentally hung up on you. What? You why? Uh, I, I I just pushed the red button. Now it looks really cool, and I pushed it, and I didn't. Uh, but I've got another scary dream for you. Another one? Oh, uh, it was sure. really bad. Caller, can all right. Caller, can you just turn your radio down though? Like, uh, have you not been listening to the show at all? There's been a couple people that called in. All had their radio on. I don't have a radio. Oh, okay. Well, I then just tell me the your story. Tell me your story. I'm OTG. What, what's the what's the what do we got? All right, you know them twins on The Shining, them little girl twins? Was that a... I think I've seen that on... Uh, that's the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger and the little guy, right? That comes out of the, the, the couch, naked? Possibly. It's Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I know those and guys. And in the dream... Yeah. And in the dream, I'm riding my tricycle around in this hotel. Yeah, oh. And uh, there they are, like right in front of me, and then I can't move. And then this little guy comes out of my mouth, and he's like, oh, they're going to fuck you. And I'm like, no, but I can't move. And then they just start banging the hell out of me. And the elevator's got blood gushing out everywhere and stuff. And then, oh, my God, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And they're underage and everything. And they're just banging me, and I can't do nothing about it because I'm on my tricycle and I'm paralyzed. It's ridiculous. That's a scary dream. Oh my god! Being like, uh, would you say a, a pedroplegic, quadriplegic? Uh, yeah, pedroplegic. And you can't move on your tricycle. Yeah, I'm on my tricycle, and they're just banging the hell out of me, and blood's coming out of the elevators, and my dad's down in the fucking bottom floor typing shit. It was a horrible dream. Do you want to know uh, a bad dream that I had? Yes, I do. Oh, man. That's what I was asking you before I accidentally hung up. Holy shit. You knew about this. Oh, my God. I have this horrible nightmare of some guy that keeps calling me and telling me that uh, he wants to talk about my bad dreams. I'm a little creeped out right now. I th- Okay. We have to hear uh, another story. This one is it's not part two of the Illuminati story. This is um, this is just this is a uh, I found this on the Internet. Actually, you know what? I found a lot of stuff on the internet. Maybe I should do like an uh, what I found on the internet break. Let's do that. Yeah. What did I, what did I find on the internet? Let's find. Let's go to these links. Oh, this lady says she has sex with a ghost. Let's listen to her for a little bit. Listen up. I used to fuck ghosts. I have to wear protection at night because there's a fucking ghost that used to come and I mean, you know, it's like. 
it's just like, am I enjoying this? Am I enjoying this? Oh shit, oh shit, am I gonna die? Oh god, there was this program I watched before, they said do not fuck ghosts, please do not fuck ghosts. Because they, because they can take your body, they can take a whole of your whole body, I mean, jeez. Oh my god, that's pretty scary though, you know, because my mother told me, do not let a ghost fuck you. Do not, because they can, you can just happen, you know. If you let it happen, if you just enjoy it, it's a crime, it's a sin. Oh my god, a few nights I tried not to enjoy it, what but it was so pleasurable. My fucking eyes turned red. I get pregnant by a ghost. What if I got pregnant by a ghost? Oh shit, what face would it have? Would it come out looking like this? this? I hope not. I don't know what this is, but I hope not. What would it look like? Oh, shit. Okay. I got would I have an invisible baby? Wait, what? My body will be moving. My stomach will be thrumping. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. That was pretty scary to think about. Well, I fuck a ghost. <laughs> How do you fuck a ghost? Some people ask, I don't fuck a ghost. They fuck me. All right, we're going to stop that there. Uh, that was one thing I found on the internet. Let's continue on with this segment of things that I found on the internet. Uh, usually, you know what? I just figured something out. Sometimes you're going through life and you think about stuff and you figure it out. And when you're doing a show and then you break the show up into like nine segments, but then you could just do one big segment at a time. Things I found on the internet. We got a, oh, that's what I was looking for earlier. There's a, I got a video of a preacher. By the blood of the lamb, by the blood of the lamb, God. That gets I possessed pray, I pray, I pray, I pray, healing, healing, healing. I pray, I pray, I pray, deliverance, 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 right. deliverance. Yes, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Uh-oh. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. I'll take Lord. three. Four. What the? What is that? Is that uh, is that speaking in tongues? What happened to him there? I don't know what happened to him there. Just something that I found on the internet. Uh, I think I've. I think I might have. Okay, so this I found on the internet too. It is the Earth's vibration. It's the sound of the vibration of Earth. Check that out. This is at 7.83 hertz. So if you're allergic to this, please turn the radio off now. I might have waited too long. Some things I found on the internet. All right, what else do we have that I found? Looks like we have one more thing that I found on the internet. This little interview right here. I've made some discoveries in my own personal life. Okay, so this guy is a a philosopher, uh, scientist guy. Brilliant, brilliant man. Now just listen to, uh, uh, his name is uh, Dr. Terrence Howard. With the science that, you know, Pythagoras was searching for, I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for 10,000 years. Why would I continue, you know, walking on water for tips when I've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world? That's a big remark. What what, what do you intend to, to do? 
Well, let me put it this way. All energy in the universe is expressed in motion. All motion is expressed in waves. All waves are curved. So where does the straight lines come from to make the platonic solids? There are no straight lines. So when I took the flower of life and opened it properly, I found a whole new wave conjugations that expose the in-between spaces. That's... It's the thing that holds us all together. That's a good point. That's a great point. Uh, we are done with... Let's go listen to the book on things that I found on the internet. I think my favorite thing was... Okay, let me turn that off there. Sorry about that. Sometimes when you don't close the Pandora's box of YouTube, it, it eats you uh, from the inside. We're going to listen to... Did we hear this Hindu? Do we hear this one? Greetings, Earthling. This is Zindu, your lord and master of the sewers. Brooklyn, New York for the Dark Sewer News Network. I have a fun story. Well, it's not that fun. It's a little embarrassing. Uh, you can now get fined in New York City if you call somebody an illegal alien. Which, you know... What? That would be great for me, but people just fucking call me an alien, so I'm not going to get any of this sweet money. Uh, this is a de Blasio thing, right? This is pretty silly. I've been reading this news article here. Yeah, Bill de Blasio. What a piece of shit that guy is. Yeah. Whoa. I fucking, I wish I could find out where he gets his food so I could take little alien turds in it and let him eat it. I mean, I don't know. What? So basically, you're not allowed to call somebody an illegal alien if they're not. If you call them an illegal alien and they're not an illegal alien, then you, sir, are being a jerk that could get sued. The thing is that the term alien is actually uh, defined by Homeland Security as a person that does not have citizenship or the uh, or is not a national of the United States. So if you call somebody that is actually an illegal alien, that is, uh, if you call an illegal alien an illegal alien, you're fine. If you just call somebody you don't like an illegal alien, you're going to get sued for a lot of money. I'm sure if you call anybody, you can get a lot of money in a lot of different ways in New York City by suing. It's just it's a, lot of waste of, it's a lot of waste of time, let me tell you that. Uh, one time I called Nick a rat bastard, and he tried to take me to court. I remember there that. There was a whole lawsuit going back and forth. But I'm not let a, me just I'm not say sooner or later, that's maybe how I started working where I currently am working. Uh, so I guess the main point to this article is Mayor Bill de Blasio is a piece of shit. Anyway, this has been Zindu coming to you live from the sewers of Brooklyn, New York for the Dark Sewer News Network. We'll be back later with a little bit more on the real news side. That was almost there. Almost there. Let's see what happens. Bye. Uh, no political talk, Zindu, please. Even though Bill de Blasio is, like, not really, uh... Political, just you know, just leave him alone. Okay, uh, don't do that stuff. Let's listen to Kira Zil Extraterrestrial Landfill.
podcast that takes you underground. Yeah. We ask the tough questions that no one else has the guts to ask. Terrestrial landfill. That was a fun song. Wap 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 wap. Uh, you don't want Jason Voorhees chasing you to that music, do you? Probably not. Uh, we have a we have a lot of show to go. I'd like to play the second part of the Nadia story, but we have stories. We have other stories. This one is. I found this is a pretty old. It's pretty old. It's this is from. Uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. This one is uh, told by Jason Scary Stories on YouTube. This is pretty old. This is an old story, and it came from a long time ago. But this one is called The Big Toe. So let's listen to this um, copyright-free story reenactment. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Jason Scary Stories. Big Toe. The Big Toe. A boy was digging at the edge of the garden when he saw a big toe. He tried to pick it up, but it was stuck to something. So he gave it a good hard jerk, and it came off in his hand. Then he heard something groan and scamper away. The boy took the toe into the kitchen and showed it to his mother. It looks nice and plump she said. I'll put it in the soup and we'll have it for supper. That night, his father carved the toe into three pieces and they each had a piece. Then they did the dishes and when it got dark, they went to bed. The boy fell asleep almost at once, but in the middle of the night, 
A sound awakened him. It was something out in the street. It was a voice, and it was calling to him. Where is my toe? It groaned. When the boy heard that, he got very scared. But he thought, it doesn't know where I am. It will never find me. Then he heard the voice once more. Only now it was closer. Where is my toe? It groaned. The boy pulled the blankets over his head and closed his eyes. I'll go to sleep, he thought. When I wake up, it will be gone. But soon he heard the back door open. And again he heard the voice. Where is my toe? It groaned. Then the boy heard footsteps move through the kitchen, into the dining room, into the living room, into the front hall. Then slowly they climbed the stairs. Closer and closer they came. Soon they were in the upstairs hall. Now they were outside his door. Where is my toe? The voice groaned. His door opened. Shaking with fear, he listened as the footsteps slowly moved through the dark toward his bed. Then they stopped. Where is my toe? The voice groaned. You've got it! Yep. <clears throat> That was the story right there. You might remember that if you were a, uh, ever a fan of horror, I guess, or something. Ow. I feel, feel like the blob is chasing me down in the sewer here. Oh. Well, we have a phone call coming in. Hello, caller. How are you? Where's my toe? I know where your toe is. Where's my toe? It's your... Hold on. I put it up my... Uh, that's, that's right. Oh, God, it's so deep. Does it tickle? It's so... Does oh, it, it tickle? tickles. Oh, there's hair on it, too. Oh. What? Ah! stuck up there. I can't, give it, I can't get it out. Lick it. I can't. Lick it. Lick it. That toe's mine. Sindhu. Greetings, everybody. This is Zindu coming to you from the Dark Sewer News Network. I have an interesting article. It's not a uh, very fucking serious, solid one, but, you know, whatever. It's not like a big old snake turd. It's more like a little fart. Uh, but I found it interesting, uh, mostly because you know that there's always, like, you know, uh, red meat's bad for you, red meat's good for you, wine's bad for you, wine's good for you, coffee's bad for you, coffee's good for you. Well, this article is a little bit different. It's titled, Nine Reasons You Should Drink Cinnamon Milk Every Night Before Sleeping. Now, I was intrigued. I was like, wow, cinnamon milk? 
I don't think I've ever even had that before. Then, then I was like, you know what? That might taste good. A little bit of cinnamon and milk. I'm down for that. And then I was reading what it could do. So let's uh, go over the nine reasons you should be drinking cinnamon milk before you go to sleep. This is a little uh, health tip from Zindu and Ellie from Planet Oktar for your measly little human bodies. Uh, mileage may vary. That's all I'll say. I'm not a doctor. So if you die from this, it was on you. I'm saying, okay. So uh, I got that out of the way. Number one. Drinking warm milk with cinnamon puts you to sleep. So apparently it causes you to sleep. It's a, it's, it relaxes your muscles and all of that. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe when they said uh, cinnamon, they meant like a stripper named Cinnamon or something, because uh, that helps me sleep. Uh, it treats colds and fights coughs. Cinnamon is a very good antioxidant. It protects your body and strengthens your immunity. Where, oh, where, that's great. Yeah, where sure. are you going with this, Hindu? Sure. I'm dying. I'm dying. Here, eat some cinnamon. Oh, I'm better. Okay, uh... Cinnamon is great for oral care. So far, this all seems like cinnamon and not milk. Maybe she just eats cinnamon. Uh, it's a strong antifungal and antimicrobial properties. It kills Microbial. all that shit in your mouth. So you want you want to suck a cinnamon dick, and you'll be good to go. What the uh, it facilitates weight loss. Warm milk and cinnamon because it uh, it's great for weight loss. It's uh yeah, it's fucking it makes your metabolism faster. So. Yeah, more cinnamon stuff. Where's the where's the milk coming to play? Just eat cinnamon. Uh, cinnamon mixed with warm milk is a natural painkiller. Uh, I didn't know that, that one. Really? Uh, let's see. When cinnamon is consumed with warm milk, instant relief from pain is achieved. Instant? Jesus Christ, we should be giving it to people in war. Uh, cinnamon's anti-inflammatory properties are a huge win. It's uh, good for repa- uh, repairing damaged tissues. So you could save money on your Kleenex. You could just repair them with some cinnamon milk. Uh, it reduces your heart disease risk. It's great for your heart res- disease. It, this is uh, long, Sindhu. How? I thought milk gives you cholesterol. I don't know what the fuck's going on. This all seems like reason cinnamon's good. And it's uh, not talking shit about milk. It uh, lowers blood sugar levels. So it'll help your cinnamon will help your blood sugar levels. And cinnamon also may protect against neurodegenerative diseases. Basically, I think this might have been a, a, an ad by giant milk corporations to make you drink more milk by actually telling you how good cinnamon is. Cinnamon. So your cinnamon intake cinnamon. is now going to be supplied uh, sideways by milk. Cinnamon. This commercial is brought to you by Zindu. I'm going to go work on a farm because I love cow titties. I'll be back a little bit later with some more news. Have a great evening, everybody. I'll be right back. I'm fucking just, fuck the guy. What, who wrote all this news this week? This is horrible. Fucking horrible news. No, it's, we'll, we'll be right back. Zindu, you're not going anywhere. Sorry to say it. Uh, we got a gas blast over here. Very important gas blast. Whoa, we had a couple of, we have a lot of everything here. Uh, gas blast story right here. It was almost like I was a ghost standing outside of myself, looking down. I could see me laying on the ground, not moving. I totally messed that whole entire, uh, English language thing with periods and commas up. Two EMTs knelt on their, on either side, trying to figure out why my eyes were open, but not blinking. Moving back uh, into my body, 
Nothing worked. Not even my fart hole. <laughs> what am I, a three-year-old? Uh, why is that funny? It's not. Uh... Moving back into my body, nothing worked. I'll skip that part. Uh, no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't move a muscle. Ears could not hear a sound. I see nothing. And there was and there was no sight. Numb. I felt nothing. Like someone had soaked me in a vat of ice water and numbed my skin to the bone. I kept screaming in my head that I was here, alive, existing, but they heard nothing except the farts. <laughs> Hello, caller. Hello. Is there a radio show going on at the moment, or am I early? Am I late? Uh, we're telling scary stories. You're telling scary stories. Yeah. That's that sounds like the game. I got a um, I've got a number here. Yeah. From a from a scammer on Twitter, and she's giving me hope, Mum. Okay, you ready, guys? Pens in hand. We need to call this person. Okay. Okay, it's nine one seven. Nine one seven. Seven nine one. Seven nine one. Six four three three. Six four three three. Right, and the person's the... name is Hope Manama. Hope Manama. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what that's that's the message I got on Twitter from one of those scan. Yeah, from one of those those dodgy. Um, Hi, what are you wearing? Do you kind think? Of do you think if we thing. ever contact these people, they'll kill us? Like, how much would do you think they're willing to take? They're probably willing to go all the way. Like, if you actually contact that number and they're like, well, you know, the next step is to tell us your address and the next step is to invite me over. I'm sure they're going to yeah. be... Maybe we should... Shall we find out? I, yeah, maybe... I, shall I conference this in? Because oh, that way it's sure. coming from an Australian number. Yeah, let's do let's this. Do this. Let's, why not? Is, is <laughs> this, it, is, this makes for exciting radio. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Let's see how we do this. Put you on hold, and I think I press this button. Yeah, I'm press here, that button. Uh, don't worry, and I'll, I'll go. make a drink really quick. Okay, the word. Okay, nine one seven. Seven nine one. Nine one. It was like three three. Six four. Six three three. Three three. three, three. Yeah. Double double. Ah, oh, I missed. I missed the one out. Uh, double double one. One. Because I'm in the. I'm thinking. I'm like. You sound like you're there. Like you. Right next to me, but you're not. I am right, right next to you. The world. Turn around. Nine seven seven. Every <laughs> time I have a dream a little closer, just turn around. I don't know the other words. Friday. Yeah, that one. Here we go. Let's call him. Call him up. Let's do this. Let's get to the bottom of this.
Uh, I don't hear anything. I'm still connected. Leave your message after the tone. Oh, here we go. Uh, hi, caller. I was wondering if you had any scary stories about, uh, Joe Biden looking through your window while you sleep at night. Yeah, I think that's, that's what, that's what I wanted to ask. Dot yeah, com? That works. Dot com. Dot com. You need a dot com on it. Uh, caller, do you have a scary story <laughs> other than uh, making us leave political messages on people's answering machines? Well, I could. I mean, why not? We're on. We're on their voicemail. We might as well. Uh, might as well hang around. Um, I haven't thought of anything scary. This is the scariest thing. Was was calling this person, and I have. You know, I've got social anxiety and and the occasional bit of paranoia. All right, okay. Well, but, what about um, when, when you were a kid? What were you scared of when you were a kid? Like even though, you know, that's not like a scary story. You must have had fears, right? Oh, I got a message from her. She just said, "We can talk and let's see." Tell her I live in the sewer. Yeah, okay, I can do that. Let me see. She's, and let's on Twitter or when I wish she, she could listen to this. So, but like, yeah. if you were, so, so you live in the sewer. If you were going to like had, uh, it, what would you? What would you rather? Uh, like, if you had something in front of you, or death, what what would be the thing that pushes you to death? Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, what would be the thing that pushes me towards? Like, death. what would you rather? What would you? What would you choose death over? Like, uh, I doubt it's like uh, eating a ham sandwich. Uh, people have died eating ham sandwiches. Mama Cass died eating a ham sandwich. So, would you? Rather I guess I would choose death you... over <laughs> choose death over Mama Cass. That's for sure. Really? Yeah. It's pretty hot. Would you see it? Yes. Yeah, I guess if you're into the, into that sort of yeah, could work, could work. Um, that's how I don't know. I I think death. I think death is. Uh, it it take a lot. It take a lot. Caller, what, okay, okay, okay. I have a I have a better question for you. What what are you going to wear for yeah. Halloween? Sorry, what am I going to what for Halloween? Where for Halloween? Is there Halloween where what are you, you are? Where? Where is it? Is it where? Uh, clothe yourself. What will what will you be putting over your skin on Halloween? Halloween. <laughs> hello, hello, caller. What are you wearing? What it's, are you um, going to be wearing, caller, on uh, Halloween? On Halloween. Uh, Halloween. Um, I haven't even. I haven't even thought that far in front. I, I think just, Halloween is universal, isn't random... it? They it's, celebrate. They celebrate is. that shit everywhere. They do. There's, there's fucking Halloween shops popping up everywhere, all over the place. You're reminding you, it's Halloween. But and, I, have, I have a question uh, yeah. for you: is, is Halloween on the same day all around the planet? When is it? October. October thirtieth. Yeah, so it's like at the end of the October. But like, if if you celebrate it in the northern hemisphere, it's like cold in the fall. But if you celebrate it in the southern hemisphere, it's like you're, it's the summertime, and you got your bikini on. You just disappeared. Did you get beamed up by aliens? 
you back? Disappeared. Hello. Oh, hey. Hey, everybody. I don't know what just happened there. Is the stream still on? What's going on over here? Uh, guys, please just sit back and enjoy the silence by Savio Machado. Okay. 
You're a badass motherfucker. Nick Ferrat! Motherfucker. That was, uh, enjoy the silence. Um, mixed by Savio Machado. It's a remix there. So that's, uh, that song right there. Let's give it a round of, uh... Okay, we gotta play more stuff. Should I... Okay, we have, we have three choices for stories right now. One, two, three. We have three choices, everybody. We're gonna take a vote in chat room. Three cho- I think I linked that. Yeah, I did link that. Enjoy the silence right there. Um... The, 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 it's a three choice, multiple choice. We have one second part of the Illuminati story. This is great. We have two, another, uh, Tales from the fucking Scary Stories book. It's not as good as the first one. Uh, and three, we have a Mystery Man story. So one, Illuminati, two, another story, or three, Mystery Man. First person to write anything. Okay, we're going. It's like number one, the second part of the Illuminati story is going to come up right now. So uh, grab your stuff that you need and clear your ears out because the spookiness is about to fill them back up. (laughs) Here we go. Settle down and listen up for story time With a girl whose name is kind of hard to rhyme Natalie studied Alexis's face, brushing her bangs away from her eyes. You do look a tad pale, and your eyes look kind of glossy. Do you want to skip camping tonight and see if we can stay at that motel again? Asked Natalie. No, let's wait a bit. It might just be the heat, said Alexis. Oh yeah, drink some water, said Natalie, handing Alexis a bottle of cold water from the cooler. Alexis took it and drank the whole bottle down. Yeah, I'll be okay, said Alexis after she finished. The girls spent the rest of the day traveling up to Merry-Go-Round Rock, then drove back down towards the camping site to set up. Alexis was feeling much better after a couple more bottles of water. The girls made it to the campsite and set up their tents and spread their food and supplies out on the picnic table. They got a campfire going before the sun started to set. They sat silently, watching the sunset on the cliffs, as they transformed from a bright red to purple, and then everything went dark. The campfire was warm against their backs as they looked on. Then they saw bats starting to take flight. Hey, how are you feeling, by the way? Natalie asked Alexis. A lot better, actually, said Alexis. Are you hungry? Natalie asked Alexis. Yeah, I'm starving, she replied. The girls wrapped chicken and vegetables in aluminum foil, then placed their packets next to the fire and let it cook for a while while they drank beer. An hour had passed, and they both got a tad tipsy. Hmm. They lost control of their sweet tooth and started to roast marshmallows before they had even eaten dinner. Once they determined the chicken was done, and it was quite done, 
they smacked the packets out of the fire with a stick. The packets fell into the dirt and they clumsily opened their dinner and ate it with relish. After that, they were very full, very tipsy, and very drowsy. Alexis yawned and finished off the last of her beer. I'm going to pee and then I'm going to sleep, she said in a small sleepy voice. She shuffled off behind a tree to relieve herself. Natalie continued to sip her beer and stared blankly into the fire, mesmerized by the flames. She wasn't sure how much time had passed before she realized that Alexis had never returned. Alexis, are you okay? She called out. No response. Alexis. Alexis. Hey, did you pass out back there? Natalie called. Still no response. Natalie got up quickly and she became dizzy from getting up too fast. She fought through the lightheadedness, grabbed her flashlight off the picnic table, and went to Alexis's tent to see if she'd crawled in there without Natalie noticing. She crawled in and looked around with a flashlight. Hello, Natalie said quietly. She crouched down and poked the sleeping bag. No one was there. She walked over to her own tent to see if, in her drunken state, Alexis had gone there by accident. But she wasn't there either. Natalie's heart started to pound as she started to think the worst. Natalie grabbed the folding knife that they used to cut chicken with. <sighs> then she headed out towards where Alexis went pee. It was right behind the campsite, and there was no reason for her to go off further into the trees, especially without a flashlight. Natalie pointed the flashlight this way and that, trying to see if her friend wandered off somewhere and passed out. She wasn't even that drunk, Natalie thought. But she wasn't feeling too good either. Maybe the alcohol brought back some of the sickness somehow. She ventured out into the trees, calling for Alexis. And only silence replied. After about ten minutes... Natalie was starting to panic. She took out her phone and was about to press the emergency SOS call button when her light shone on something shiny. Natalie's eyes widened as realization dawned on her. Blood. Lexi! She yelled. Where are you? She noticed that the blood trailed off deeper into the trees. Bloody nose, thought Natalie. She pressed the SOS button on her phone. Then it dialed 911. As it rang... Natalie's flashlight beam fell onto a pair of feet. Oh, thank God, cried Natalie. Where are your shoes? Natalie's light traveled up Alexis's body and realized that she was naked. Lexi, if this is some kind of stupid hippie earth thing, I'm not joining you. Aren't you cold anyway? Alexis didn't respond. Hey, come on, stop being so fucking weird. I want it. Natalie went cold as she shined the flashlight on Alexis's face. Only it wasn't her face. It was the head of a coyote. Its eyes were bright white. Its head was leaning awkwardly to one side. Its lips drooped. Blood was dripping out of its mouth. Natalie thought back to the coyote and the thunderstorm on the road. Natalie stood staring, wide-eyed and speechless. The coyote-headed Alexis stared back blankly. Hello, 911. What is your emergency? Hello? called a woman's voice on the phone. Natalie didn't answer. The coyote's head propped itself upright with a sudden jerk. Natalie heard a loud crack as it did so. Natalie backed away. Help me! She screamed. The coyote's lips curled back, but this time, it looked like it was smiling. It lurched forward towards Natalie. Hello? Hello? called a voice over the phone. Natalie turned around and started to run in the opposite direction. 
She wasn't sure where the campsite was, but any direction away from that thing was a good one. Lexi! She screamed. Lexi! She could hear the coyote yipping and snarling behind her. Still clutching her phone, she put that up to her face. Hello? Natalie panted. Where are you? Asked the voice urgently. Man's need a campground in Sedona, panted Natalie. I'm being chased. I don't know who it is. My friend is missing. We're sending emergency units out right away, said the operator. Just as she finished saying this, Natalie tripped onto the ground. As she tried to get up, she felt cold, strong hands grab her arms. Natalie screamed. She was lifted up as though she weighed nothing at all and was thrown against a nearby tree. Natalie cried out in pain and surprise. She turned to look at the monster. It was striding towards her, its eyes glowing brighter, and its mouth wide open, tongue lolling out, its snout and tongue red with blood. Please, no, please, begged Natalie. The coyote crouched down. Its eyes were glowing brighter than ever. It unhinged its jaws, and it came slowly towards Natalie's face, as though we were about to swallow her alive. Natalie took out her knife and shoved it upwards into the creature's neck. It yelped and got up and hobbled backwards, holding its neck, then fell back. Natalie got up shakily and intended to finish the creature off with her knife. But when she leaned over it, she saw that it no longer had a coyote head. It was Alexis again. Lexi? Oh my god, Lexi. Alexis choked as she tried to speak, but blood was gushing from the wound in her neck. Fuck. Oh no. No, no, no. Said Natalie as tears started to stream down her face. She shook off her jacket and pressed it against her friend's neck. Alexis placed her hand on Natalie's free hand and held it. Okay. She choked. Her eyes went blank as her hand let go of Natalie's. What happened then? Charlene asked. Natalie was crying. It's okay, said Charlene. Take your time. Please, an ambulance arrived. And they pronounced her dead at the scene, sobbed Natalie. I can't do this anymore. They concluded the interview, and the crew got busy wrapping up the set. Natalie got up slowly. The guard that was with her placed a hand on her back. The handcuffs were heavy on her wrists. All right, inmate, your hour of fame is done. Let's go, the guard said impatiently, pushing Natalie firmly ahead of him. Even in her thick jumpsuit, Natalie felt cold. Oh boy. I'm so happy I had a couple of pair of pants with me. I've been changing them. I don't know if you could tell in the video. I'm just really uh abba something. I'm a uh, abba something really good at that uh doing that. Uh Woo. Hope you enjoyed that story. That was from Illuminati, a uh, great story there, the Skinwalker. And we're going to be the best thing to do after something that's that good is to play some advertisements because you, you have to make money doing the show. And I'm not seeing any – wait a second. It's for, probably, there's probably no money coming through because uh, – because the uh, 
I didn't finish that last story before. I felt nothing like someone had soaked me in the thing, the thing, but nothing, no matter how long, uh, no matter how loud the screaming got, there was no response from the EMT. I could hear them, hear them talk about how their day was going, what plans they had after work. The screaming turned into crying, but no tears ran down my cheeks. But cheeks. Leaving my body once more, I could only stare down at my shell of physical existence. Pity was all my soul felt. Pity for a body that didn't know if it was alive or dead. I could hear my screams still ringing in my ears. Then I woke up. Farting. Oh, that... That was a good story ruined by me and my obsession with uh, gas. Um, we're going to listen to another song over here uh, about advertisements because we're going to be playing an advertisement and not a song. This is how we do it down here. Let's gonna, uh, We're going to play... Uh, this one looks like a good one over here. Sewer bras. Made from 100% reclaimed cotton. From only the softest toilet paper in the sewer. Why not treat yourself today and keep the boys safe and comfortable? For only $69.99, you could have a dark sewer bra today. God, sorry about that, everybody. Yee-haw! Come on down to the sewer and get yourself the biggest, juiciest, succulent, strong, diddly objects burger there is. The Dark Sewer Fly Burger. Down in the sewer, we get the biggest, hairiest, protein-filled flies your eyes have ever seen. And for a buck more, we will even de-wig them for you. So come on down to the sewer now. And reserve a seat at the Fly Burger. Order in or out. Heck, fuck here. 917-719-5923. I don't even remember playing this song, but uh, Robin stole laid back Luke and Pyradox. Keep on rocking. All right, we're going to listen to this now. We'll be back. More Nick Threat Radio.
He smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. Makes him a friend yeah. of mine. Yes, he does. back luke and pyrodox keep on rocking pirate pyrodox i think the later it gets the more hair i get in my ears and i can't hear anything or maybe it's just the music is just too damn loud i'm just rocking out too hard uh it's spooky october everybody we made it once again to the fall i hope uh everybody enjoys their uh fall time festivities it's weird because like uh, uh, November kind of sucks. Like October is really fun, I think, and then November comes and it's like, oh, I'm gonna have a day off. But I'd rather do October again. I'd rather two Octobers than October than November. Uh, but we do have more voicemails. We have whoa, what is this? We have a gas blast. I would join Zindu for a vampire meetup and punch things out of existence. That's a good uh, one there. Oh, we have a we have a spooky story right here. This one's kind of long. Let me see if I could uh, buzz through it kind of quickly here. I don't want to not read it. Okay, I got a wonky one. But if you use it, please keep me relatively anonymous. But it's a true story. A few years ago, I was living in a little blue house in the middle of Tennessee. My roommate and I allegedly took some LSD one night. Each little tab had Bernie Sanders' face printed on it. We split two hits. I took one and a half taps. My buddy took only the remaining half. Needless to say, within an hour, I was feeling the burn. I had my jam station set up and started jamming on the synth and keyboard. 
Everything in sight was doing the usual complex geometric warping as I played her horrible music that sounded absolutely heavenly at the time. As time went on, the music I was playing warped and changed and distorted fields of my observable reality, which was still something I was accustomed to in regards of hallucinating. It's a long story. I can't believe I'm going to read this whole thing. You know what? I'm going to skip to the last paragraph here. Sorry, writer. Uh, by the next morning, when we stopped outside for a cigarette and coffee, we saw the outside screen of the window had been torn off and thrown into the woods. And the window glass was cracked. Don't know who or what the fuck was, uh, who was fucking with the window, but it was hashtag spooky. Don't do drugs, kids. I think that uh, last paragraph really, really summed it up a lot there. The last one is uh, an important paragraph. We we have Sindhu. Hi, everybody. This is Sindhu. Um, you know, I thought I'd maybe tell a little scary story of myself. You know, I usually do the news, but I, I was I, I, I guess I'll throw in for um, Halloween. You know what I'm trying to say? It's a little something extra that I could do for you. So I, I, a lot of scary shit happened to me in my life. So I thought maybe I could just tell you a fast story about about one of those incidences. Um, I was staying at my uncle's house one one year and uh, he was he went away on vacation and I was in his house. It's a big house. He has like a mansion on Oak Tar. This happened a long time ago. And he has those uh, lights that turn on when, when there's like movement outside. So I was getting ready for bed in this big mansion all by myself. I was just watching it for him. And uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to go to bed. And I see the light outside turn on. Like it just flicks on. And then, and then I'm like, what the fuck's going on out there? So I get up to look out there. And while I'm looking out the window, I hear a noise. Like, coming down from downstairs, this is like a three-floor mansion. I was on the second floor in the the room with the waterbed and the silks and the whips and all that. It's sticky stuff, fuck? I know, but whatever. I like it. Okay, so I heard that noise outside, and then I got up and I looked, and then I heard the noise inside. So I'm just like, oh, man, fuck this, man. I don't know what the hell is going on. So I get into bed, and I pull the covers up over my head because I think I'm about to get, like, raped or robbed or something by my uncle. I don't know. He was a jerk. Uh, uh, but, you know, he's done stuff like that before. But it's either way. This is not about my uncle. This is about the, the story. So uh, I'm laying there with the blankets up over my head. I'm not seeing any more lights. But then I hear the noise. It's coming closer and closer to the door. And I hear just like, I just hear this like, like a noise. You know what I'm talking about? Like, and it's just, it sounds like it's just like running around on the floor. And then I hear, then and then then the the, the the fast tapping noises become more like thump, 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 thump. And I'm I'm not shitting you. This shit really happens. So now I'm I'm laying in bed. I'm like trying to go to sleep. I'm like just go to sleep. This is all not real. This is not this fake. This. But then I I see, I see a light coming from underneath the door, and I hear thump, thump. And I I fucking jump up and I swing the door open. I got my dick in my hand ready to kill somebody. What the fuck? And uh, there was nothing there. There's nothing, no lights, no noise, nothing. And for like the rest of the night, I just went, I went, uh, I got back into bed. I went to sleep, woke oh. up, I had a jog. It was uh, nothing. I, I talked to my uncle about it. He said nothing ever really weird happened around there before. So it was a little bit, uh, a little strange, but uh, 
that was my story uh, about my my evil uncle who who died at some point. Uh, but you know, I mean, uh, this is the haunted mansion that I was staying in, and uh, yeah, that's my story. I'll be back later with a little bit more news. I uh, hope you're having a great Halloween. I hope the stories are, are being are good tonight. Uh, we'll be back a little bit later. <laughs> yes. That was a Bazindu story. To keep the spirits up, to keep the uh, lively Halloween horrors. Still horrifying. Horrifying stuff there. Uh, Thank you, Zindu, for that lovely story. Let's put that one in that folder over there. Whew. All right, we still have a uh, we have a little bit more show left. We have uh, voicemails. Let's go to the voicemail box. Um, sorry, uh, who person who wrote that last thing that I didn't get to read it completely, but it was it was a little bit long. You know, maybe like one two paragraphs, but that's five pages worth of text there. And now I know how Kennedy died too. So that was pretty cool. Thank you. Uh, voicemail. Uh, hey Nick, uh, what's going on, man? Just giving you a call. Um, most of the real creepy stories I got are a little too long, so I guess, uh, I'll just tell you about this dream I had last night that was pretty creepy. Okay, I'm down for a dream. Story One of my buddies I... at work in my dream dragged me to a Tim Allen show, and this ain't no this dream really happened. I was Tim dragged Allen. to this Tim Allen show I didn't want to go to, and he pulled up in a uh, How? the exact car from Dumb and Dumber. The, the one with the dog? Dog grooming one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he got out of the car, he drove it up on stage and got out of the car, and then everybody booed him, and he was trying to convince them that it was his original idea and not the car directly from Dumb and Dumber. And that was probably the spookiest dream I've had in a while, but it was a real dream, so... Anyway, uh, take it easy. Do you, do you want to hear the most annoying sound ever? Huh? Huh? Well, how does he do that thing? Uh, okay, we got, uh, we have, we have another story. We have a mystery man story. Let's listen to that now. Let's play that mystery man story, and then we're going to get on with the show, and we'll be right back here. Good evening, everybody. This is Mystery Man. Tonight, I will be reading you the story entitled Lost Pulse. Ground control. Ground control, can you hear me? The astronaut screamed into his transceiver. No response. Just silence. Ground control! Ground control! This is Captain Brad Del Rey! Please respond! Captain Brad Del Rey and his crew landed on the surface of the moon to inspect a meteor that hit it months ago. Astronomers noticed a large hole left behind, but even more amazingly, there was a pulsing purple glow coming from deep within the hole. The three-person crew landed on the surface of the moon two days ago, a few hundred feet from the impact site. 
As soon as they touched down, they lost contact with ground control. They assumed it was just a communications glitch and continued on with the mission. Captain, do you feel that? It feels like space is pulsing all around us. Kind of like a heartbeat. His first officer was right. He could feel it too. He felt it through his entire body. They continued on their mission and set up a mini crane near the crater and lowered it into the glowing pit. When the crane latched onto the object, it caused a quake. It felt like the entire moon shuddered for a moment. Sir? Continue on with the mission. As he hoisted the object from the hole, he felt a vibration inside of his skull. It was now visible. It looked like a slick square cube, about a foot tall and a foot wide. It pulsed with a blinding neon purple light, and a whirling, gear-like noise came from within. Grab it, and let's get it back to the ship! As his crew members touched the object, their suits fused to the cube and wouldn't let them go. Brad had to mute his headset due to the deafening screams that followed. After another blinding pulse of purple light, their hands were free again. Brad turned his headset back on, but heard nothing. Marty? Kristen? Are you okay? Nothing. Then they turned to face him. Inside their helmets, Marty and Kristen were no longer there. Inside of the helmet, he saw holes where their eyes should have been, and bone where flesh was before. Brad leaped from the crane and ran over a small dune, got prone, and watched them. The two figures detached the cube from the crane and carried it back to the ship. Was he just imagining things? Was the stress of the job getting to him? Then he saw the bay doors of the ship begin to close. Brad began to run as fast as he could. It was too late. The doors have closed. Brad was left. Out in the cold loneliness of space. Soon later, the ignition sequence began, and the ship left the moon, leaving Brad all by himself with no way to get back to Earth. For two days, he tried to contact Earth over his transceiver with no luck. He was starting to starve, and his oxygen was running low. As he laid on the moon, looking up at the Earth, he noticed a pulse come from the planet. So bright. He had to look away. My God, what was happening? Then he heard static on his headset. Hello? Ground Control, are you there? Ground Control here. Sorry, buddy, but we're not going to come get you. Enjoy your few hours of the last
Superstition, Stevie Wonder Acoustic Blues cover by Michael Obagja. Lock the doors, hearing every creeping things on the floor. Scarier than Kruger, look at there. No fangs, no fur, but it's a joy killer. The peacetaker, the ring destroyer. It's no other than the player of the guilts and the doubts in your head. Twisting every truth and the lies that are being fed. He will leave you dead on the ground where you frown. But wait, it's not too late, there's another way. Jesus, yeah, he's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Freedom. So who will you believe? Yeah. Who will you believe? Cause one you will live for, and one you must leave. Oh, it's when you believe in things that you don't. Stand and you suffer. Oh, 
I need that hot, hot steam directly in my skull cave. Whoa, whoa, okay. That was a Superstition Stevie Wonder acoustic blues cover by Michael Abadaj. Ab Obadja. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Well, welcome to Spooky Times in the Sewer. We're talking about skeletons and ghosts and uh, all those creepy things that you have under your bed right now. Because uh, I've been under your bed, and there's a lot of creepy things under there. <laughs> uh, I think we have more voice voicemails. Uh, we sure do. We, sh we sure do have more voicemails. Let's listen to a couple of those. Hey, Nick. Hey, hey, listen. So, I got to go. What a rat ate for breakfast. Mice Krispies. <laughs> Adios, mofo. ITM. Uh, why would the rats eat the mice krispies? Does that mean like uh, mouse poop, or is it like a fr deep fried mouse, or thinking about this? I'm thinking about this joke way too much right now. I guess maybe it's like deeper, deeper than I thought it could have. Uh, whoa, that's weird. Um, we have b this year, uh, thingy majig here. What was it called? A sewer, ch uh, sewer fucking spooky story from uh, Gas Blast. It goes like this. Uh, I call this one the ghost-legged hoe. Oh, boy. I used to go to a strip club and would always pay for a lady named Delilah. Uh, she was the best stripper ever. I'd give her tons of money, flowers, and attention. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Should I keep reading this? Uh... One night after she got out of work, I snuck up behind her with a sheet and tied it around her torso and threw her on the back of my motorcycle. While I was in the middle of taking her to a cabin I have in the middle of the woods, a lady appeared in the middle of the road. She stepped to the side as I passed her and she jammed her leg into the motorbike spoke and it caused a huge accident. Me, Delilah, the motorbike, and the lady's leg flew through the air. While I was bleeding out, Delilah got up unharmed and started to run away, f away from me down the street. The next thing I knew, the lady with one leg walked over to me with what I thought was no leg, and she started to repeatedly kick me in the nuts. 
I'm now in jail writing this to you on the prison library computer, brokenhearted with busted nuts telling you the story about the one-legged hoe. What the fuck was that? Um, let's listen to the last scary story that we have. This story is called The Walk. My uncle was walking down a lonely dirt road one day. He came upon a man who was also walking down that road. The man looked at my uncle, and my uncle looked at the man. The man was scared of my uncle, and my uncle was scared of the man. But they kept on walking, and it began to get dark. The man looked at my uncle, and my uncle looked at the man. The man was very scared of my uncle, and my uncle was very scared of the man. But they kept on walking, and they came to a big woods. It was getting darker, and the man looked at my uncle, and my uncle looked at the man. The man was really scared of my uncle, and my uncle was really scared of the man. But they kept on walking, and deep into the woods they went. It was getting darker, and the man looked at my uncle. And my uncle looked at the man. The man was terrible scared of my uncle. And my uncle was terrible scared of... The fuck? Looks like the quality of this show just went out the the crapper. I guess that's what happens after one o'clock in the morning. No, I'm just I'm just joking here. That was that's great. I was actually pretty scared from that last thing, uh, more than I'd like to even admit. Uh, I think we're wrapping the show up here. Yeah, we're pretty much at the. We're gonna we're gonna leave you this week with uh, spooky stuff and all that good goodness and gracious, great balls of fire. Uh, I hope you had a great time. I hope you enjoyed the show. I uh, hope you got your. Uh, Oh, wait, we have more voicemail. <laughs> What's up, Nickeray? What the fuck? Guess what? I got a joke for you. Oh, great. Another joke? I got a joke. All right, let's hear it. And it goes to something like this. Okay, well, give it to me. Beautiful T came up to me the other day and said, Can't buy. Can't buy. How do you stay so skinny? And I told Beautiful T, I said, I like to eat pussy. And Beautiful T said, he said, Kibba, Kibba, but it tastes like shit. And I told Beautiful T, I said, you gotta take smaller bites. Buford, you gotta take smaller bites. Oh, I'm sorry, Adios, motherfuckers. Yes, indeed, smaller bites, everybody. That is the way to a lady's heart. Um, how many bites do does it take to get to the center of a lady? I don't know, but you probably asked Buford T. Uh, we have more voicemails. Let's just go through them. Let's get... Congratulations! Fuck you are... This? Jesus Christ. Hello? 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 Oh, boy. Damn. 
That guy was, he was super disappointed there. Uh, well, you know, before we go completely, let's have it, uh, let's have Zindu, uh, send us off into the night. The creepy darkness. You're, you're about to all probably go into your bathroom to brush your hair and your, uh, rub your eyes a little bit. That's usually, that's what people do in the bathroom, right? Uh, then you're going to look in the mirror and then you're going to wonder what, what you really are. What are you? And then you're going to feel the, the, the skeleton inside of your head and you're, it's going to, you're going to feel it under your skin. And then you're going to start to see a, a pulsating purple light. Good evening, everybody. This is Zendu coming to you for the Dark Sewer News Network. Uh, it's, this is going to be the last news clip for the day. There's really not much going on in the news this week and the weird and paranormal, especially for like such a spooky month. Like You would hope that there's some good stuff going on over here, but there's really, there's really not too much stuff out there. Uh, let's see what we got here. Elon Musk trolls NASA chief with his own sick space burn. That sounds stupid. Uh, cannabis cafe opens up in the United States. I think it's in, uh, it was at Vegas. What? I can't, Los Angeles. What? There we go. Uh, what else do we have in the news? It's a whole bunch of garbage. It's bullshit. The, uh, the fuck was that? No, it's not. It's 2019. Uh, let's see here. What? There is some cop that pulled the guy over because he had a bubbly tire. That's big on the news. Yeah, there's really nothing out there. Uh, Joachim Fornienix, he lost 52 pounds to be uh, the Joker, and the the cops are sitting there. Yeah, that was a pretty interesting story. The the news media is like, oh, if you go see the Joker this weekend, you're going to see a whole bunch of cops outside the movie theater, just in case. Like, oh boy. Yeah, that's about really it. I don't know. We'll be back next week. I'm sure there'll be better news next week. Maybe I'll have another uh, creepy story for you because it sounds like Nick had a whole bunch of duds today. (laughs) Sorry, you guys all had to sit around and listen to all that garbage, but uh, the music was pretty good. I'll give you a a four out of five on the music there, Nick. Actually, you know what? The music wasn't so great. It's like a three out of five this week. You're horrible. You better give me a raise after all those people emailed me telling me that I'm actually your slave. Nick, I don't think I'm your well, slave. I thought I was your partner, your uh, co-worker, you are your, partner. Your, your buddy, your pal. Right. But they're telling me that you really shouldn't work for peanuts, even though I love those things. Anyway, uh, I'll be good. back next week. I hope everybody has a great weekend and a great start of a spooky month. All right, guys. This has been Zindu coming to you from the Dark Sewer News Network. Love you. See ya. <laughs> what the... day and uh you're driving a pick em up truck and it's got vinyl seats and you're trying to get out and your balls are stuck to the vinyl well that's kind of my situation right now if you could look like uh you know that's a, like kind of send help or something you know and maybe i don't know maybe you could kind of look at my balls that way i could like get off this vinyl seat and shit so well 
hope it's like hot and muggy down on the sewer so that way you can smell all that shit. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Wait, staff, with nasty habits, original by Oingo Boingo. We'll be back next week, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great evening.